welcome to episode 32 of the JurassicWorld.org podcast. I'm joined with the usual crew, Chris, Assis, and also Ryan. Hey guys. Hello. Good morning. Hi. Well, afternoon uh, for you, asshole. Yeah, all over the world, man. All over the world. <laughs> we have some very exciting news today. J.A. Bayona has signed on to direct Jurassic World 2. Woo! Yeah. I mean, this is something that's been a, a long time coming. It's not a surprise it's to not any really of us, news. but it's incredibly exciting <laughs> to have it official. Well, especially after CinemaCon. Yeah. Oh my god. I don't know. Oh, CinemaCon. That was... No, awesome. no, no. Hang on. Hang on. I'm going to be the voice of reason for <laughs> us. The optimist. We can't blame Universal for not showing anything because they have other movies to show. Yeah, true, but they, uh, yeah, they but that's a actually ended their presentation well, 30 They never hyped it, though. They never hyped anything for Jurassic World. No, so no. You can't expect anything. But CinemaCon's a big deal. And, and I mean, meant, not, and not they for did us, have for a... exhibitors and press and everything like that. And it, it is weird that if they had this announcement a few days later that they just didn't say, by the way, Jurassic World's coming and uh, we got a director. And I think everything just would have went smoother. I mean, again, it's not like they hyped it up for us, so it's not like they're like, oh, Universal, you let us down. No, they didn't have any responsibility. No, It no, just no. would have made sense to announce it there. Yeah. yeah, and it doesn't make sense that they didn't say anything. About, I mean, all, all we know is that they, they said Jurassic World 2 is coming. But you know what? Maybe, you know, we know that he's been involved for a while. But maybe mm. he wasn't officially signed until after CinemaCon. No, like, I don't believe yeah, that. I mean, uh, it's he's was signed ever since Colin said Spanish horror directors. No, I don't you know, think so. Definitely. No, he's, he's busy with World War Z. No, he's been in since then. No, he hasn't so. been signed since then. I guarantee you that he's probably been involved and basically been the director, but he probably didn't sign away until they came into like a very, very solid ironclad agreement both about his contract and about like the story and the direction and everything like that mm. and it's pretty yeah. yeah well so why don't we actually let's talk about that how we've kind of known like let's so where did we first hear about it well, I, hang on let, let me do this let me get up uh let me get up all the old articles we have on jab owner yeah. on the website you know let me be the first to say though amazing amazing choice Give him a good script, and we'll have a great Jurassic Park movie, guaranteed. Oh, yeah. he's So the first uh, bit of news we had was posted by a cease. No way. Oh, yeah. Mm. It's impossible. That never, it's impossible. That never I remember that. Friday the 30th of October. Uh, October? Was, is squarely up. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was a long time ago. He was on board to direct their rumors surfacing recently that his involvement with Thin Ice, blah, blah, blah. It was about, it was the World War Z thing. Let's be real, though. Um, we talked about him way before that. Because in August we of did. 2015, um, and I mean, credit where it's due, I think Assis is the first one to say his name. Uh, on August of 2015, uh, Colin Trevorrow did a podcast interview thing with uh, Empire Magazine, and he said that he there are some uh, Spanish horror directors that he would like to see directing the Jurassic World film. And he kind of hinted, you know, he was kind of hinting that, you know, that's who the director is going to be without outright saying it. So, I mean, yeah. they, they've been circling J.A. since at least November, which is super impressive. Like, man, this guy... I'm not November, I'm... August. August. He um, must be legit, then. Like, they really want him. If they're yeah, pressuring I mean, him this hard since, for, uh, since October and November, that's pretty good. I think yeah. Yeah, what it really shows also is they, if they could avoid it, really didn't want a director for hire. They wanted somebody involved in the collaborative and creative process. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. I, I mean, it's it's a 
What do you think of the choice of J.A.? Because we've known for so long and we've been think- talking about him, debating it, as of pretty much every fan. But what's your actual view now that he's signed, now that it's official? Oh. Are you happy? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I finally, um, I rented The Impossible the other day. Um, oh, did you see it? Yeah. You got to see it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what I finally, I loved it, actually. So good. I mean, like, and not just because he was, you know, plausibly directing the next Jurassic World movie. Like, I actually loved the movie. Um... Even, like, I had it in my mind, I'm like, you know, even if he's not going to end up directing Jurassic World 2, he's definitely on my list of directors to be excited for in the future. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. I think, uh, I remember The Orphanage being a fantastic horror film, like, genuinely scary. Um, and just having this great atmosphere about it. And then I saw The Impossible about a year ago, and I've said this on the podcast before, personally I wasn't a fan. But, like, I understand wh- why why it worked, why it was good. I just, you know, sometimes you watch a movie and you're just like, nah, not for me. Or maybe you weren't in the right mood. Yeah, and that, that could be a killer for me. It's very heavy, that movie. Yes, it's it very is. very heavy. And I understand why it's good, and everyone in it was good, and, you know, it made sense. I just... So, so I'm pleased. I think he's a good choice. I was kind of... When we had those debates and we had those little... Uh, when we did those episodes where we talked about potential directors and we talked about the guy that did Ex Machina and the guy that did um, It Follows, I was kind of like, yeah, J.A. Bion is a great choice, but I would be really keen to see David Robert Mitchell tackle it or or someone whose only film or, or couple of films are so weird that you know mixing that with Jurassic Park would just be strange and... I don't know, I was kind of hoping for something like that, but... I, you know, I'm really excited. His movie... Uh... J.A., his movies are really, they're really strong. I mean, strongly acted. They have really, really compelling, um, poignant visuals, especially. Yeah, they're very clear. It's very clear what's going on as well. Yeah. um, Like, he has a, I don't know if it's his cinematographer, um, his director of photography for for, uh, The Impossible. I don't know if it's the same director of photography for uh, A Monster Calls, which is the new one coming out this Mm -hmm. year. But uh, the cinematography in those two films, from what I can tell of A Monster Calls, they're fan- it's fantastic. Like, it is so it, visually so strong. Yeah, that trailer looks mm. awesome. Uh, Ryan, did you get a chance to see The Impossible? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we saw it's, it. It's uh, this... I actually saw it. Oh, yeah, yeah. We... Okay, yeah, we talked about this. Uh, but did you see The Orphanage then? No, I haven't. But I just watched a, just watched a trailer on it, and the trailer alone has me very interested. I'm kind of surprised I missed it. It's scary. Yeah. It's a scary movie. It's good. It's very atmospheric. Very, um, yeah, very creepy. Yeah, the mo- uh, by the way, it is the same cinematographer, Chris. Nice. Yeah. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Oscar Fora. So I wonder if he's... he also did. He also did the Imitation Game with uh, Benedict Cumberbatch. I and, did uh, not oh, see that. But uh, he's done a fair bit of other work as well. Uh, so what do you think about him coming in for Jurassic World? Do you think that yeah, would you no, like I'm to see that? Yeah, I mean, I would really because, like because, to see that. Like I, I did like. Okay, so who was the who was it? Um, the cinematographer for uh, uh, John Swartzman. Oh yeah, yeah, for Jurassic World. Uh, you know, like no real style. It's quite. <laughs> it was just quite blockbustery and standard. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm not sure if I would fully say, "Oh, it was blockbustery," but it was not. But everything he's done, I like. He's fantastic. There's a, there's a reason he's working, and you know, is doing amazing work because the studios are happy and content with what. It's very safe. 
Do you know what I mean? It's very safe cinematography. You see, he's done Meet the Fockers. He also did Pearl of Har- Pearl Harbor, The Bucket List. It's all if you watch those movies, it's all very clear and very he clean. Did, and there's no I, I love the cinematography in Pearl Harbor, though. I feel like that one stands out. I mean, not too yeah, good. yeah. I guess that does. Yeah, that one. as more. But then everything else he did. That movie, Conspiracy Theory, which is I think a found footage, Amazing Spider Man, which was just bright, colorful, and clear. Night of the Museum again. They're all kind of just. You know, blockbuster movies, Saving Mr. Banks. You know what I'm trying to say. Like, yeah, I I don't know if the word I'm even looking for is blockbuster. There, I'm trying to think of a good word to say. I don't think that I don't think that <laughs> yeah. they're necessarily generic. But yeah, I agree that there's not necessarily much of a visual flair. Um, at least Jurassic World, I felt was lacking a little bit in terms of yeah. cinematography. It just kind of needed a little extra punch. It was safe. It needed it a little extra safe. punch. It kind yeah. of yeah. yeah. Um, and, and we did talk about that during when we were watching the trailers and stuff. And remember, there was that shot of uh, uh, what's his name, uh, Vincent D'Onofrio, standing in that orange-looking office, which looked all vintage and like an old InGen poster on the wall. And it turns out that was just it was just the way it was shot, like in the main mm. control room. But we were really hoping for some really moody kind of dark sequences, but we didn't we didn't really get that so much. But I think you know the control room was kind of yeah, moody, still and, good. moody and dark yeah. and uh, I, I did like some of the framing and I think this is more of a Colin Trevorrow thing but I like the framing through doorways and windows like how he would kind yeah. of have somebody um, arch. I mean the, I think the most iconic one in the movie is the open paddock 9 sequence I think that those sequences were pretty stand out and pretty nice but then beyond that I, I can't really remember that great of a shot mm. yeah no I yeah, I mean, I think we were all kind of thinking that. It's not that it was bad, but yes, to answer your question, I'm content with the guy who shot The Impossible being the cinematographer, I think. It's a good idea. Wait, Aziz. He might not be here right now. Az- yeah, he, he, he ran Aziz, up. man. Um, uh, he, he's gone. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's he's joining in a sec. But yeah, <clears throat> um, uh, no, I, I'm, uh, I think it's exciting. Yeah, no, I think yeah. this news is... Incredibly exhilarating. I just, again, I really think he's going to bring a lot to the table. I think it's going to feel different than Jurassic World, which is really cool knowing, like, hey, this sequel, it's going to be good, but it's also going to have its own style. And uh, already that has me just anticipating it all the more. Yeah. Yeah. Because he's really going to bring his own, his own to it, his own style and his own. I, it's whether I'll have a hand in the script or not. I, you know, since he's been he's been being courted since they started writing this script. Absolutely. I mean, mm. it's still going to be Colin and Derek's movie. They wrote the script. He's not writing the script. But yeah, no. I mean, he's probably influencing it. He's probably unofficially bounced ideas back and forth between them, and they probably all tried to land on a story that they could call their own. Like not just it, they're not. They probably don't want to call it just Colin and Derek's story, and then to have a director come in and direct the movie. No, they want they want Bayona, especially because they've obviously been following him for a while. Yeah, they they want. Yeah, to- and obviously the director does have input in whatever whoever the writer is. The, the director's always going to have credit in that because mm-hmm. they help develop the story. But he's never been. I don't believe J. A. Bayona has ever had a writing credit, an actual credit. No, oh, no, he had. Yeah, um, he does. He's had some shorts and stuff. Yeah, yeah, but n- not any of his recent. I'm just saying, you don't need a writing credit. No, to no, no, the no. Sto- yeah, they have they have involvement. It's just whether or not it's just with Jurassic World 2 it's just how heavy or not he'll be involved because some people 
I don't know. I think I think I can't speak for Assis, but I'm pretty sure Assis doesn't want Colin and Derek writing it, which is, I mean, they're going to. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Assis. But I think I think he said before that he'd rather somebody else take it on, and write it. But yeah. you know, I could be wrong. If anything, it shows. I mean, <clears throat> I, I I definitely have a good hunch that he's going to have some sort of writing influence. I mean, he has to. Every director does. Um, and especially, well, what it's so what I was going to ask Aziz was was what did he, who did he say the producer was that's coming on board as well? Oh, Feliz. Oh yeah, Feliz. Um, Hold on. Somebody who's worked with right. uh, J.A.B. before. Yeah. And that's awesome. Her name... Oh, no, just... no. Her name is Belen Antinza. Nice. Okay. Belen yeah. Antinza? <laughs> Antinza? Close, I'm sorry. Close I'm enough. Probably butcher... I'm probably butchering that pronunciation. Close, we're really sorry, Belenenza, if we are, but uh, it, <laughs> it's close enough. Uh, I think... But I, I think that the fact that they're already giving him that sort of leeway uh, to kind of bring on his own creative team is... Is kind of speaking uh, big terms as far as what Universal has planned, and and, oh, and not only that, but I mean, despite the fact that he doesn't have much to write about, uh, if you have seen the few films that he's directed, um, it already gives you a very clear cut idea of where they're trying to go with this movie, um, and I and yeah, and, and I think that's where we break away from that sort of because I I mean I don't think J A would have signed on if it was going to be. Like if I, I mean, what do you guys think? If they, if they were to have approached J.A. for Jurassic World, do you think he would have approached it being the blockbuster that they wanted it to be? Or maybe now that this can go I think into a darker... Fact, I, no, like I think a, J.A.'s just breaking into Hollywood I, in a way. The Impossible and then The Monster Absolutely. It's, that's his second kind of Hollywood film. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> it, it's, uh, it depends how he looks at the industry and how he looks at himself as a filmmaker. But I do think... I mean, I'm. I mean, he's either got to be. A really they obviously big fan let or, Colin or... have a big influence in Jurassic World. Right? Yeah. That's... So, in theory, Bayona could also have a big. I influence don't think and, that's and... changing. And yeah, I mean, you look at it. He's obviously they they've obviously been considering him since before August, but they didn't announce it until now. Which means he wasn't signed, and I mean, he might have signed like a month ago, or he might. He have, was signed a long time ago, I think. He might have signed I a really month ago. He that. he might have signed just an intent to contract without actually contracting um, until more recently. But either way, I, I guarantee you, the way that he approached it was, yes, I absolutely want to do that, but I want to make sure that this is going to be a story that I can say, yeah, that's a story I want to direct, and that's probably. It probably you know it wasn't budget. It probably wasn't like you know how much are you going to pay me to do this movie. It was probably cracking down on the creative side of things, making sure it's a story that everyone could call their own. Yeah, before as well that he can have his own say. And I think mm-hmm. because obviously you've got to think this is a tentpole now. You know, it's a tentpole movie. Universal have a very clear image on where they want it to go, what they want it to be, to make the same, if not more, money. So we have to factor that in as well. We have to remember that. Universal are going to have a huge say in this sequel, especially. Well, it's such a bigger in a way, which, now, which is a little bit huge. worrying I mean, because some people want it to go darker, right? Yeah, but uh, some people. I don't know if you saw my Twitter feed, but it was uncanny. I, I didn't just happen to retweet everyone that said darker. No, like everyone across the board was like, "I want the movie to be darker," and I'm like, "Because Jurassic World was not dark at all." In fact, it was quite light-hearted throughout. There wasn't really a moment that was that scary or, you know, uh, 
It wasn't like Jurassic Park. Yeah, to be I fair, mean. I would never call Jurassic Park dark, but it took itself seriously. Yes. I just it's want dark, I want the but it's sequel scary. to take you, its, you yeah, show that yes. movie to kids now and it scares yes. them. Yeah. And I want this Jurassic I want World the Jurassic World sequel to take itself seriously. Yeah. Well, it's the action sequences in Jurassic World, they some of them were really really well shot, but they only lasted a few seconds. And mm-hmm. oftentimes they were broken up by a gag. Um and those gags were so unnecessary. And I just kind of want to do away with that. Yeah, and again, that could be Colin. I mean, that's obviously the way Colin intended it. To yeah, be. no, I mean, I, I so get it. So now that we have Bayona um, and his movies, ha- you know, The Impossible, there wasn't a lighthearted moment in that at all. And The Orphanage is a horror. So, I, you know, depending on how the mo- a monster cool turns out, a monster cools? Yeah, yeah. monster cools. Mm-hmm. Depending on how that turns out, because I really. Personally, I don't like the look of it. I think it looks fantastic, but I mean, one of I, one of my favorite movies of all time is uh, Pan's Labyrinth. Mm. So, I mean, I really have a thing for kind of like the darker fairy tale um, type of film. And I hear you, yeah, it, it seems it seems suited for Amblin. I suppose uh, it looks like it's taken itself very seriously, though. I mean, a monster calls looks like it's more serious than Jurassic World, if that makes sense. Yeah, and it looks more serious than the BFG as well. Which oh is yeah, similar. I don't. I mean, it looks good, and it's good. And, and I'm just flicking through trailer two now. It does. It's shot like a horror. Um, it's very, like you said, it's very serious, but it's got that kind of tilted camera that zooms towards him in the in the uh, in the classroom, and it just has this. I'm watching it on mute, and it it looks, looks a, it looks Spielbergian mixed with yeah. like something more visually like. I mean, it's very yeah, visually poignant. It's, it's he- yeah, it's good. I mean, it looks good. I'm excited I, uh, for it. I mean, it really looks like the type of movie that I enjoy. So, fair enough. Yeah, no, it's it, it it's not my kind of movie. But oh, while we're on that, movie. since we were talking about the producer before, uh, yeah. Belin and teens and tens. Now, anyways, what's interesting to note <laughs> is uh, she's been a producer on a lot of movies. Um, one of the movies was Pan's Labyrinth. Um, but more importantly, in terms of J.A. Bayona, uh, she did, she produced The Orphanage, The Impossible, and A Monster Calls. So she has mm-hmm. worked with Bayona on each of those films. Very cool. recently. Yes, well. That's yeah. exactly. So I think we can. I think it's very obvious that if you know, as we said, if Bayona gets his own say, a lot of his own say, then we get a very clear indication from his current movies what Jurassic World Two may mm-hmm. look and feel like. Yeah, yeah. I think what people are looking for is like the Empire Strikes Back of Jurassic Park, where, I mean, and that's and that's a term that I use because so many filmmakers and movies are using it these days, and it's driving me yeah. bonkers. Well, it's so it's so relevant, but, now, it's, but it's, Star Wars having, but it's, yeah, it's so relatable. I mean, I think you know we had this kind of, I think what Jurassic World and what Colin aimed to do uh, with Jurassic World was was reflect Jurassic Park in so many ways where, like Chris said, it could take itself seriously but have those lighthearted moments, but it just kind of failed in that regard. Um, And for whatever reason, I mean, well, I I could shoot you out many reasons, uh, but I just won't go there. Why Jurassic Park just holds that reign of champion, in my my opinion, of... of, uh, And I was tweeting somebody about, I think it was Jurassic Collect yesterday, about... um, it's such a well-done movie on, on how dark the tone can feel and how all of a sudden, um, you know, a light, some lighthearted moment could kind of pull you back. And the closest thing I can relate it to is a, is a effing Marvel movie where 
they do that really well, where all of a sudden you're drawn into this serious moment and all of a sudden something kind of lighthearted, not necessarily humorous, but pulls you out. And it just didn't work well in Jurassic. And I don't know if we're going to get that as much in the sequel. I, and, I, and I'm okay with that. I'm, I'm, I'm so okay with that. Oh, I, really, so okay I with hope it. we don't. I hope we don't. It's, it's, you watched, I watched Jurassic Park a couple of days ago, and obviously we all love this movie. It's, it's fantastic. It's the best movie ever made, blah, blah, blah. But it really is fantastic it, no, it's, it's an amazing thrill ride and the whole time you are on the edge of your seat um it's just but it's, it's fun amazing it really mm-hmm. it's got a sense of adventure it's, <laughs> it's got like a sense I'm of on charm. a jurassic park podcast 20 years after the first one justifying how good hell yeah <laughs> is. we know how good it is i'm just you know what i mean it's it's crazy it's i watched it again i hadn't seen it in a while and yeah it just i want that yeah no i really want that and again, I mean, it does have lighthearted moments. It does have some humor. The humor isn't in your face, yeah. though. It's actually pretty subtle. Like, it sometimes takes you a minute to get it, but it's just, it's yeah. charming. It's the type of humor that puts a smile on your face. Charming. It, yeah, it, no, what do you think? We're out of a job? It, yeah. Don't you mean ex- yeah. you know, some, exactly. something like that? You know, just really and relatable I think why to that the works as well is because that's more of an it's more of an adult mm-hmm. joke. Yes. It's like, you think, if you watch, like, original... I know this is weird to compare, but you watch, like, original classic 90s Simpsons. You've got all, you've got all these kids' jokes and stuff. Right. I never but watched But there's the an Simpsons. underline. There's a layer of adult jokes in there that you only get... If you that you're not supposed to get until you're film. older in life. That's the whole fun exactly, of it. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. And with Jurassic Park, you think about this, like... Obviously, there's, they haven't got that kid layer of jokes, but it's lighthearted to the point where, when you're a kid watching it, it probably goes over your mm-hmm. head. Yeah, you know, I mean that that kind of lighthearted humor. As just, it should. It, as it should. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it's it's layered. It's it's a, yeah. I mean, yeah, and I mean, honestly, the humor in Jurassic Park, even when I was a child, it, it landed. I mean, I don't know how how much of it did. I can't really speak for that, but it landed for me. Yeah, I, I enjoyed most of the jokes. I enjoyed. Do you think we're out of the job? No, that is one big pile of shit. I mean, like, yeah, you know, I mean that yeah, that was yeah, probably yeah, yeah. the most the most blunt joke in the entire movie. <laughs> Just but the there, best. There weren't really any. <laughs> there weren't any visual gags, were there? In Jurassic uh, Park, I can't think of any. The, the sneeze. Like, ha I, I guess the sneeze, but that's kind of more like. Yeah, you know, God bless you. an yeah. animal. Yeah, I mean that's a funny scene. I guess what I'm thinking yeah because is, of what they've just been through as well. You know, there's, there's no. That's, it's like the kids are trying to finally make a joke of something. You know, they've just been thrown yeah. over the. Tim's just been thrown over the side of that of the paddock yeah. in a car, and like I, covered in. And puke. I like you know I like <laughs> Owen's humor and I liked uh, Lowry's humor, but but there were some people who were who was, was like, oh man, like you just you know you shouldn't even try. Don't just don't. Mm. And well, so, my, it, I just wish it came at different moments in the yeah. film and didn't come as, and didn't come as often. And I mean, I've said this before. The one thing that, like, I mean, one of the visual gags I didn't really care for, not that it wasn't well shot, is I didn't feel like it had a place in that type of movie. Was when the uh, Indominus Rex paddock worker, the uh, chubbier one from inside, when he got eaten, how he just kind the of face. was sitting erect, straight up, looks looks straight <laughs> at the camera, mouths, oh, fuck, and then the Indominus just comes and chomps him. It's it's filmed like a um, kind of like a high budget B horror movie type of visual gag where it's supposed to go, huh. <laughs> oh man, that was dark, but not be like you know, it's not like a really serious, intense scene. It's like it's kind of it breaks the fourth wall. See, I like that. I like that me. scene. I really don't like that. It hasn't. It felt to me, in my opinion, obviously, yeah. you know, this is changed. But I felt like it had no place in a Jurassic film. I hear you. Yeah. I mean, I kind of, I actually kind of laughed at that. I thought that was quite a good, uh, 
yeah. at the time. I remember it being good. What I didn't like was the kiss. That was not that had no place in Jurassic. Well, that was I also just, random, right? Like that was also uh, impro- impro- not in the script. Yeah. Yeah. And again, I mean, I'm, even that paddock worker, I doubt it was in the script. You know, you don't block out the scene in the script. It was just probably a general sequence of him trying to hide behind the car. And it probably read really intense. And probably when they're shooting it, they're like, you know, we could probably do a gag here. Well, probably when they're storyboarding it, they figured that out. Mm. But again, I don't think that something like that is going to be an issue with J.A. Because I think that when he takes the script and begins to visualize it, he'll take it in a different direction. Yeah. And I think that a lot of the... Uh, a lot of my minor nuanced issues I have with Jurassic World, because I really do love Jurassic World. It's just some of the things aren't the type of movie I wanted it to be. Like, it's not like, oh, they're bad or they made a mistake. I mean, I can clearly tell that it has a vision and it achieved that vision. Yeah. Just, it wasn't always for me. But I think, uh, I, at least I'm optimistically, from looking at the orphanage, you know, the impossible, uh, what I've seen of A Monster Calls, I really think that it's going to be more in tone with what I want. I, I yeah. think it is for everyone, man. I think, uh, you know, reading through tweets and reading through everyone on, on Twitter and Facebook that are talking about it, everyone's happy. Everyone thinks, do you know what? This is a fantastic choice. J.A. Oh, Bione, we have yeah. a poll. Look at what he's done so far. We have a poll. He, um, yeah. Uh, yeah. What does it say? Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Oh, the poll. Sorry. So, I didn't know what you sorry, were saying. Yeah, <laughs> yeah man. <laughs> I, was, uh, I was just agreeing. I was like, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you got a, <laughs> got a swimming pool. Go swimming. <laughs> Uh, Uh, so so Ryan tweeted yesterday on on our Jurassic account um, Jurassic fans how excited are you that Film Bayona is directing Jurassic World 2 52% said yes beyond excited 43% said um, yay I might be excited 2% said nope hate the idea and 3% said different director please (laughs) so I mean it's pretty it's pretty clear because you're never going to get 100% 182 votes yeah that's pretty good that's pretty good margin yeah yeah, and I think that other fifty percent of kind of excited. It's probably just because they really don't really no. know the director that well. It's yeah, like exactly. they're like, oh, it's... I had a I had to Google him, and I think I'm excited from Googling him. Yep. Yeah, and I think it's good because he's not in. He's not like you know. He's not a household name. Spielberg is. J. A. Biona. A lot of people don't. A lot of people saw The Impossible. Some people saw The Orphanage. But I think that's good bringing on someone to Jurassic who isn't. You know, because imagine if they brought on Michael Bay. Not that everyone would freak out, but everyone would know immediately how that movie's going to look and be like. I think with J.A., we we have some indication. We know that it is going to be similar to his movie. They want it to be a good movie. They just don't... I can tell you right now, if they wanted Jurassic World, like, you know, the sequel, just to make a lot of money, there were a lot of other directors they could have went to who are seasoned, who know how to make a movie, who know how to shoot a budget, who know how to make a movie look big. There are a lot of yeah, directors yeah, yeah, out there totally. that they could have chose, but it wouldn't have been. I mean, it would have been. It would have been Jurassic War, not like mm. you know. It wouldn't have been a Jurassic Park movie. It would have been Jurassic War. No, and I. I mean, I can't speak for where this story is going. I honestly don't know if they're going to double down on it or if they're going to kind of no. take it in different directions. I think they're going to take it in different directions, but I don't think that that whole aspect's going away. But uh, I really do think that they brought in a. They wanted. Jurassic Park is a respectable, fantastic movie. They wanted it to be good. I think yeah. you're right there, man, because mm-hmm. I think, you know, it shows that Colin still really does care about the franchise. Oh, yeah, Colin because really he cares wants, about it. You know, if he's been really eyeing up a Spanish horror director for this long, it shows that he has a clear vision on where it should go. And, yeah, that's... Which is dark and scary. You know, <laughs> exactly, and it's... 
Yeah, yeah, and as it should be. The sense of charm. It seems you know the movies that he, uh, Bayona has t- shot. They take themselves more seriously. I just don't see and, him taking the war route at all. Like I no, as a no. director. I mean, not not that you know it would like have any sort of um, sort of real like political issue. I mean, it may, but I I I don't. I definitely don't doubt that it's still going to be talked about in the sequel, like as a possible idea, or it might be in like early development and whatever the plot line is, is, you know, um, Jurassaraptor posted that, um, you know, his, his thoughts on the, on the movie yesterday, which I thought were pretty good and, uh, very, actually maybe very close to what we might see, um, but I think... Well, yeah, they're think, pretty in line with what out, Colin Trevorrow said. Because uh, Colin Trevorrow basically said that some of those things are exactly what he's doing with the sequel. Let's see. Jurassaraptor... Okay, uh, prediction. Jurassic World 2 will show us dinosaurs off the island. We know Wu is taken to secure... Lo- take it, or, crap. Taken to a secure location off the island with the embryos <laughs> to continue his work. That setup makes his return for the sequel seem likely. Perhaps a group of young Indominus hybrids escape from Wu's secret off-the-books mainland lab. Or maybe dinosaurs find a way off Nublar and are tracked by our main characters through the jungles of mainland Central America to be stopped or captured before reaching populated areas. Along the lines of what the ending of the first novel hinted at, or something similar to what the Topps comic series did, toss in a dino attack on a local village or a small tourist area beach along the way. As Trevorrow hinted, I also predict open source dino cloning and a Mac versus Windows corporate competition. Yeah, we know about, mm-hmm. we know all about that. So Biasin uh, possibly being a factor. So you know, well, I think I agree with this first half, and I think if they go with uh, dinosaurs escaping or somehow getting out into sort of mainland, but not city, obviously, we, no one wants city into like Costa Rica or something. Then I think you're going to make a lot of people happy. Yeah, I want that. I mean, that's I something. Want cost- dino- Raptors running through Costa Rican jungles. I'm in. That's something the first two <laughs> novels kind of you know touched on a tiny bit, and I, I think that, that that always was a bit of a natural direction for the franchise to go. Uh, you know, it's something that you know the end of the Lost World novel, especially, it really kind of paints that picture. Yeah, which is pretty cool, and I think that is something that people have wanted to see. To a degree, and yeah, like smaller, more like rural areas that are mostly surrounded by like jungle and the wild, but like some smaller. Because we can agree for for the main movies, they can't they can't really go to the island. Yeah, nobody cares about islands anymore. I mean, I don't care about. You know, in an extended universe, if they went back there in a game, I'm in. But yeah. it's for the, yeah. for the main movies. Yeah, yeah. It, it has to move on, and that's what Jurassic World established. So. But I don't want it to go big, you know, big city, big no. areas, like mainland, but isolated, like we've talked about mm-hmm. before. And there's a lot of yeah. beautiful places in this world that they can go to, so I, I yeah, it's exciting because, I mean, I, my head is kind of reeling with all the different places that they could shoot, different places they can call it. I mean, there's... Yeah, I can't wait for that announcement on where they're shooting first or something. Yeah. Because I'm just, I'm really curious. Like, like we, we all have our own ideas and thoughts and where we want it to go. I wish we knew what the working title of the film was. You know how, like, Jurassic World was ebb tide? Yeah, I, we found that early as well. Yeah, how did we find that out initially? <laughs> I don't know. I don't remember, because, like, I'm looking back at the production schedule of Jurassic World, and I'm like, how did we know so much so we knew early? ebb tide for a yeah. long time. Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure I heard it from someone in Hawaii, uh... Or who had a contact in Hawaii or something, and that was sort of the name that was being floated around there. Yeah, and then and then we we double back that with 
uh, we googled it as like a, a company name and we found some company info yeah. on it I think yeah. like that proved that it's a registered company and then we kind of put two and two together mm-hmm. yeah I remember when I looked up Ebtide it had existed for so long that it must have been the working t- like you know the title that Jurassic Park 4 worked under for a very long time like Ebtide wasn't just yeah. like you know oh the most recent resurgence of trying to get Jurassic Park 4 on the screen it's like no it existed for a while and hell, maybe it will be like Ebb Tide 2. <laughs> Jurassic World 2 will just be Ebb Tide 2. Yeah, because that didn't come out... You know how the Star Wars, like, Blue Harvest, everyone knew that? Yeah. No one really knew Ebb Tide except for the fans. Yeah. No one knew that it was called Ebb Tide, so they could just go Ebb Tide 2 again. Um, but I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. I, I want to know. I want to... Yeah, I want to know the title now, and I want to know where it's going to be now. Do you do you where think that they're going to have the title locked in yet, or do you think it's going to be one of those things where they know the story but they just haven't quite figured out the title? I bet I bet you on that script that they're looking at right now. There's a title on the front. Sure, but do you and think I it's final? It's Jurassic World subtitle. Something. Yeah, ab- I don't absolutely. think it's going to be Jurassic War or anything. It's Jurassic World subtitle. Absolutely. It's going to yeah. be Jurassic World. Two. There he is. Grand entrance. I love it's so seamless <laughs> until we ruined it. You were like, yeah, I think it's going to be. No, what is it? It's going to be Go Jurassic World it. 2, right? It's got to be. And then Jurassic oh, World 3 no. and 4. Even Colin basically said, I'm calling it Jurassic World 2 because we don't have a title yet. I hope mm. it's called Jurassic World 2 because it's so stupid. You know? <laughs> I, I don't want I don't want a okay. subtitle. I don't like subtitles. Just give me Jurassic no, World it's 2. It's going to be a subtitle. I actually it, like 2, though. It's not bad. Good. Dawn of the Jurassic World. Yeah, it's so clever. Like, like <laughs> Jurassic Park three, it's the most original title, and it's the best movie in the franchise somehow. Uh, it must be coincidence. I think though, the if they World. called it Jurassic World two, um, you would you would still have half the population of fans hating it, saying that it should be called Jurassic Park five. Oh shit! Let's call it Jurassic Park five instead then. Yes, I'd rather have that. <laughs> no, because then you have the people saying no, it should be Jurassic World two. Okay, yeah. I saw on Twitter Jurassic Park two. Subtitle Jurassic Park 5. <laughs> Jurassic I saw that from Park. somewhere on Twitter. Yeah, we'll compromise and call it Jurassic Park 2. Okay, okay let, I mean, let's be honest. It's going to be the Lost Park Jurassic World. Oh, <laughs> God. Dude, loads of Someone commented that on my Facebook today. Like, people still. Yeah, Jurassic World it was subtitle the, the Lost Park. The day that Jurassic World as a title got announced, I tweeted the sequel will be called The Lost Park Jurassic yeah, yeah, yeah. World. Uh, so, I got it first. <laughs> just, just so you know. I did that joke first because I'm so close. Yeah, no. Um, I think everyone's mind went there. It's like Jurassic World. I mean, it seems so natural to me now. But I remember when that title was announced, I was like, Jurassic World? What? I saw the logo on my way to work, and I thought it was like some sort of like like theme park thing or like a fake thing. Like I didn't know they announced. I just saw like it on my Facebook feed, and I wasn't really paying attention. I saw the logo, and I didn't think anything of it. I'm like, what the hell's that logo? A generic Jurassic Park movie? And then when I like checked my phone again later on i'm like wait 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 that's that's the logo that's the movie name and it seemed so weird then but now now i'm really keen i really like it yeah i think it's i think it's gonna be good it was a huge I think success whatever of a the title, name is they're gonna choose something good jurassic world dinosaurs uh, <laughs> <laughs> maybe not so simple i don't know what, what's a, what's a good name let's think i uh, mean you I'm can't really think of a, think of a name without knowing the story though can you it, no, of course, no. but I think we have a we have an idea on where it's going to go, you know. Yeah, I, I'm, we call it like Dawn of the Jurassic. Dawn, yeah, Dawn, I think, no dawns, no like extinctions. <laughs> no oh, rising, I think I called no one falling. of my titles. I was suggesting was uh, Reign of the Jurassic World. 
god, <laughs> that's awful. No offense. <laughs> oh, I know. Oh, I know. Why is the Planet of the Apes? You know. Yeah, no, you can't really. What about like Jurassic World, Fury Road. Oh god, something like that. No. <laughs> just just do what, what, what all the fast movies like. Each one's different. Like Fast Seven, Furious Eight. Kung, two Jurassic yeah. Two World apparently. Kung that's, that's Pao on Twitter as well. Two Jurassic Two just, World. I, I love Twitter. It's so it's so fun. Let's just, just, just Furious Road. Furious World. Yeah. Jurassic. Yeah, Furious Park. World. In. Oh, no. oh man. Assis, I like that though. Two Two Jurassic man, Two World. All Twitter. Twitter is where the uh, the good stuff comes from. Right? <clears throat> Clever kids. Let me check. I'm going to check the IMDb board. See if anyone's got a name. I think there's a name thread on there. Jurassic Land. No. no, we gotta. You can't change. It's gonna the be title Jurassic World. Game. It's sure. gonna be Jurassic World something. Yeah, it's yeah. Jurassic World subtitle. Maybe it's just that Jurassic World subtitle. Jurassic Maybe World. It's the Jurassic World. <laughs> they just forgot to change it. As the Jurassic World turns. <laughs> it's yeah, gonna some, be something uh, about dinosaurs integrating into the ecosystem. It has to be right. So that's probably, a good subtitle. Jurassic, World, Jurassic World dinosaurs integrating into the ecosystem. <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm okay with that. I was actually the other day. I was looking up like invasive species and everything along those lines, and seeing if there are any good words that would play into a title. And I really couldn't find anything. Like I was doing some research, like I'm like, oh, are there any good words that like while, while looking into like ecosystem and uh, invasive species effect on ecosystems? I'm like, are there any good like blanket words that would play into a title really well? But I just could not find anything. What if they just straight up remove the Jurassic World and just call it like Dark Continent, or it's just you know it's it's, it's, it's just own. inside of the logo and like unofficially it's Jurassic World Dark Continent, but it's like not on. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't think they'll that? do that. I'd be open to that. I I don't think they would because you know selling it is part. You know people going to see it is part of the fact that they definitely know that it's Jurassic World. Yeah, mm-hmm. isn't it doesn't even have to be Jurassic Park anymore, which is so that. it's so crazy to me, you know. Yeah, we have Jurassic Park and Jurassic World, and people know both. It's amazing. It's also probably yeah, yeah. a branding nightmare because if they ever want Jurassic Park products on the shelves next to Jurassic World products, it's like, ah, oh, shit. It's gonna yeah. be maybe Jurassic World two point oh. That makes sense. That, that sounds very. Oh, that's that, like the, very two thousand four. The next uh, monsters film, I think, is called Dark Continent. I did not. Know I that. think that's also what um. Isn't that what uh, that little project of uh, oh, already out. Bryce? Yeah, yeah. no, um, uh, the Brysonator, yeah. I think, is do- he's been working on the Dark Continent Jurassic World, which is his own story and stuff. But I, I love the name. Ever mm-hmm. since, in t- what was it, 2007, Chris? That rumor, remember man. we got the Jurassic Park 4 Dark Continent script got sent to me with like the poster, and it was on the website. Was that the one with the Dilophosaurus? Or no, no, no. no. Okay. It was. Let me send you. It, it was like the well, African scorched earth type, like d- like d- dry ground and stuff. Yeah, that one. Okay. I've sent it to Great you guys poster. on uh, Facebook. But I remember, and then like we were debating it on months. This is when the website was JurassicPug4.org, and I think probably Chris before I actually like met you. Um, but it was. Oh yeah, I remember I, that. I, oh, it, it was. A, yeah, like it was that. awesome. That that was. And the and then the guy like he sent me like a load of stuff about it and and you know i got this you know blah 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 works at here and and then in the end he was like you know i'm really sorry man like i didn't want to hype you guys up i just man, he's a piece of shit really oh, straight up he's garbage <laughs> no and then he sent me his own script for it and uh he was like you know i just wanted people to get hyped again and at that time you know you gotta think about it it was dead yeah and it was dead and i liked i i enjoyed that i enjoyed his 
the, the whole story. I'm pretty sure he sent me the script anyway. He sent me something. Well, we have a... <clears throat> what do you guys want to see? I mean, I, we have a pretty good list, right, of what people... Of what people asked or what yeah. people want to see. I know, Chris, you asked. A ton of people responded. But, I mean... Yeah, it was kind of... Did you see how everyone kind of responded in a similar fashion for the most part also like it was kind mm-hmm. of strange how much everyone what they were saying they wanted to see from the sequel was almost all oh, yeah. in tone yeah there was a common voice thing. online yesterday for right, sure t- what, what did they say because i haven't gotten a chance to look at responses yet um i retweeted most of them honestly i don't look well on watch it's Twitter. just dark people people just a lot of people just said they wanted it to be dark they wanted it to be um Scary, at least from the ones I. It's not going to be scary. They said they wanted it to be darker, more intense, scarier, like Jurassic Park rather than Jurassic World. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, they most people said you know back away from the hybrids and double down on real dinosaurs again. Um, That won't happen either. I don't think because I think Universal wants the hybrid thing to work for whatever reason. I I don't think there's no like there's no Universal in this picture. I mean, Jurassic World isn't like a movie from Universal Pictures. It's not like you know, this is you know Steven Spielberg had this idea for Jurassic Park four for a long time. I mean, good point. Now that that movie exists, I I don't think that there's like some sort of like kind of hive mind saying now what do we put in the next movie? No, I think it's honestly calling. Story calls for it though, because Henry Wu is all about the experimentation, right? He's going to keep making sure, but as long as there's a demand for it. Um, yeah, I don't think that the whole thing's going away entirely. Absolutely not. But I'm just, I think, I think what people want is the movie to primarily focus on real dinosaurs. I mean, yeah. the hybrid or the rap trained raptors, they could kind of be your MacGuffin for the movie to kind of get the plot kicked into full gear. But they don't want the movie to revolve around it with all its beats. And I'm totally there. Yeah, I think, also, yeah, some I mean, of the I things, think it would just be too, too. I think involving hybrids too much would just be kind of a ripoff of Jurassic World again. Like you've got to you got to kind of throw in something new. And uh, it rips away that magic of yeah. seeing dinosaurs. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's like actually. I think what what the common voice was yesterday was like, okay, what you guys did was cool in Jurassic World, but this is what we want to see, and I think this is what people have really wanted to see in the next Jurassic Park film. The, yeah. yeah, and exactly. I think that's what basically what people were saying more or less was Jurassic World was awesome. But give us something that feels more like a Jurassic Park film rather right. than a Jurassic World film. They they want it. They're like, hey, we, we're at really cold new ground. It's at a spot that you can really take it in a lot of different directions. But don't double down on the craziness of Jurassic World. Double down on what made Jurassic Park special. And um, yeah, and I I think that it was pretty unanimous. You know, people wanted the movie to take itself more seriously, and they wanted real dinosaurs. And also another thing that a lot of people said this isn't really the tone of the movie, but they want <laughs> animatronics and smarter CG. Yeah, definitely. I think everyone can agree yeah. with that. I think that goes without saying. Always. Really. I think well, yeah. Now that Jurassic World proved itself as a hit, if they don't do more animatronics this time around, then it's just kind of silly. I mean, yeah, and I guess, the, you know, that's re- that's something that comes down to the studio greenlighting it. Let's just hope that the studio greenlights it. I um, doubt it. I mean, they got a they they had an apatosaur, you know the apatosaur animatronic in the movie. It was moderately successful, although probably one of the weakest animatronics from the franchise. Just being realistic, there yeah. it looked like it was made out of rubber. I mean, I totally, um, I totally want every well, everybody wants the animatronics. I I would love to have some sweet kick ass 
well done, Stan Winston, just bring back kind of the magic of the animatronics because I, I, I mean, for as weak as the Apatosaurus, Apatosaurus was, it, it still was one of the best scenes for me. It was and, the best part of the movie. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, oh, yeah. it was very intimate. Real. And we've talked yeah. about this before. We want that sense of intimacy to return. And I think that's a really good way to sum it up is Jurassic Park was a very intimate film and Jurassic World wasn't. And I want that intimacy to return. And we've talked about this before. Mm. That, that sense of intimacy, whether it be via visual effects character relations or the story devices I just would like to see it really become an intimate film an intimate smart film that takes us to exciting new places we want to get intimate with you Jurassic oh let, let, <laughs> Jurassic World 2 let's get intimate that's a podcast um, title CinemaCon <laughs> so uh, yeah Jeff Goldblum was at CinemaCon for Independence Day Resurgence and uh uh, who was it that asked? Oh, Fandango asked if he'd be open to returning to the Jurassic Park franchise. So he said, I have no plans. They're doing very well without me. But then they said, would he be open to returning? And he went on a bit of a rant. rant. He said, uh, I'm nothing if not open. I'm like an open-faced sandwich. My door is not always open. I took the door off. I removed the hinges from the door. I love this I'm too open. And he goes on. He's like, I'm like a chicken piccata. You're like a chicken. What was I about to say? Oh, yes. Drunk. The two Jurassic movies I did with them were plenty. If I never did anything more, I'd certainly be well satisfied. But he was saying... If they asked him, he'd probably yeah. say yes. Yeah, he obviously didn't and, hate the experience, and he likes the character, so of course he'll return. I want Goldblum back so bad. I would love it. Yeah, mm-hmm. isn't he the one that everyone yeah. wants back? Oh. Yeah, forget Sam Neill, he's done. Let him drink his drinks. Oh, I'd happily see whatever. Sam Neill again, but I just Jeff Goldblum is more likely. Yeah, Jeff Goldblum's character, Malcolm, is more likely. He He's like a moth to the flame. He brings the charm he, alone. Uh, yeah, he's got so much Dinosaurs start character. showing up on the mainland. Malcolm yeah, he there. will want to be there just to tell them how stupid they were. His character being involved again <laughs> yeah, makes yeah. sense because he knows better and he can't help himself. That's Malcolm's deal. Oh he knows better yeah. and yet he still gets right up there because he wants to be there to be like, I told you. Could you imagine Malcolm just in this glorious scene just looking at Claire and Owen and talking down to them and Claire and Owen are just like kind of looking at each other but looking down at the ground and the whole time <laughs> dude yeah putting them in, the, in that he's just place. like hey like what the hell is wrong with you people with his you know with his hands I'm trying to do my best that's a yeah, great no, that, was, that, was, that was spot on <laughs> that was great that that was a very very lost world Malcolm right there yeah, yeah dude that was good yeah. oh my god like how, nice. how, many, how many times is this gonna happen like like are you guys insane? <laughs> I can see it. I can when you're talking. Brilliant, fantastic. Let's cast Malcolm. Let's get. Oh him. yeah, no, but he absolutely makes sense. I would love to see him. Hell, I would love to see Grant come back as a cameo. It's hard for me to explain his character and involvement in any significant manner. Uh, after Jurassic Park three, it just doesn't seem like it's his character. Um, if he were involved again, he'd have to have a very good reason, which means the story would have to really work hard to get him in. And I'm not sure if that's something we want to spend the time doing rather than spend the time doing something else. Yeah, because they have new characters now mm-hmm. and they are obviously focusing on them. You can bring in- Malcolm in and have him criticize and judge because that's, like you said, that's where his arc is at at the moment. That's his character. The last time we saw him was criticizing Indy. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, he can come back and continue to do that. We'll get a and grand more, scene think, where um, he just texts him and says, hey, man, I need you. And we just get... You just get a one-word response from Grant. That says, "Nope, that's it. That's all." That's it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's kind of. I could see that happening, but it's very um, uh, the Wolverine in 
Uh, well, fuck off. off. He's like, fuck <laughs> off. <laughs> That'd be great. <laughs> Malcolm said that. Yeah. Just the one F-bomb in the movie. Oh. Yeah, they used it well. Yeah. Um, Chris, do you want to, um, just obviously before we, before we end things, but do you want to just talk about um, Chronicles' new The Lost World? Oh, yeah, so Chronicle Collectibles, they are a collectible company. I it's I don't want to draw a comparison because they stand alone, but, you know, if you're not familiar, they're like a sideshow toy, which does statues and collectibles and everything along those lines. Um, they announced their latest officially licensed Jurassic Park um, product, which is a studio maquette copy of a Stan Winston studio maquette stegosaurus. It's, you know, 100% a copy from the one that they used in the production of the Lost World Jurassic Park. Um, and it's going to be a limited run piece. It is 31 inches long, 15 inches tall, and like 10.5 inches wide. The thing is huge. Um, it's fantastic. It's beautiful. They painted it to look just like the one in the film, and they gave it a really nice custom base for it to stand on, like kind of like a museum-quality base. Looks really nice. Uh, the edition size is to be determined, but it is going to be a limited run. Probably, I think they said around 300 to 500 are going to be made, but they haven't quite decided. And it is currently $500. You can pre-order it now. That's a really That's good it? price for the size of it. For the size of it, it is a really good price. Yeah. I can get people being like... And it's fully accurate as well yeah. to a Stan Winston mold. It's, you know, it's molded directly from... Yeah, one. you can't screw that up. I mean, it's your chance to literally bring home a Stan Winston dinosaur, which is freaking awesome. That's a good sell. That's a good selling point. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah. made me want to buy it. Holy shit. Yeah, like that... And we've I, never I had that chance. It I said this. It's a chance to bring home a full-body Stan Winston dinosaur. Yeah, it's not a full scale. It's a direct copy of the Studio Maquette. And it's part of... It's kicking off their Studio Maquette series. They have more studio maquettes, and they're going to have a line of studio maquettes from the Stan Winston studio maquettes for Jurassic Park, The Lost World, Jurassic Park 3, and uh, I would say Jurassic World, but I don't think there's any studio maquettes for Jurassic World. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, but I think it's great because it's been so long since those movies as well, and people do want this. We've always wanted this kind of thing. Yeah. We're fi- finally a chance to get it, and yeah, we're going to have to save up, and people are going to have to put some hard money But it's money worth on, it, but... man. It's worth it if you're this kind of a fan. Yeah, no, I mean, um, for a collector especially, it's fantastic. It's really nice. Um, generally, I would say Chronicles quality is noticeably better than Sideshow's. Sideshow has a bit more of a mass-produced look, um, where Chronicle, their uh, final products really match their prototypes. Like, the quality that they knock out is really impressive. I've seen both side-by-side side in person at their offices, and it's like, I'm like, damn, this is... It, it's legitimate, and it helps that they're VFX uh, industry veterans. You know, they they come from the films, the film industry. They're not just like yeah. a bunch of statue guys. They're like, oh, let's do statues. No, I mean they came. They're collectors, but they also created some of the iconic things from cinema that you know in like a lot of these big movies. So they, they created some of the things that people are buying statues of now. Yeah, How and can, I, I think that, that really helps. What What is the how, what is it statue form if people want to follow? I didn't catch Along any of what Chronicles it doing. Just is it out. statue forum? Oh yeah, statueforum.com. That's not Chronicles, but they pay for their own um, subset on the forum and they work uh, they post actively there. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So check that out and you can probably see, you know, what they're getting up to and stuff. I was going to say I I really like I mean, the Stegosaurus is a great dinosaur to start with for this for this line. Um, but I also love how it's their second product in the Jurassic series, and it's from the Lost Yeah, it, okay, I won't lie. That's a bit weird. They should have kicked... I mean, it's... 
it's what they had to work with, so it's not like they're like, oh, let's start with the Lost World toys. I mean, not toys, but uh, statues. And, um, <laughs> yeah. and no, 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 it's just like, it's, they had the uh, the Lost World Jurassic Park uh, head bust from the movie, and they had the Stegosaurus, and they're the first two products they can get out. They knew people wanted stuff, so instead of saying, well, we're waiting until we can get a Jurassic Park piece out, no, they're like, what the hell, we'll do it. They have a Jurassic Park statue, they're working on it, they're fine-tuning it, they're going to make sure it kicks ass when it comes out. Um, and it's the it's the T Rex breakout oh, statue. Cannot wait. And that's a diorama statue. Like I mean, it's like a full on statue that's themed. It's not like cast off a of maquette. It's actually posed. It's going to be beautiful. It's going to have a little bit of defense. Yeah, it, and, it's uh, we've seen some mm-hmm. of that that's been shared and posted, and we've seen you know it's built so far. And it, in yeah, an ideal world, people are going to love. In that. an ideal world, that would be the perfect piece to announce first. Because it honestly, that piece it's going to go viral. Like it's going to go on like a lot of the different like film blogs and websites. Like it's not just going to be on like the hardcore statue and Jurassic Park sites. Like it's it's going to go everywhere because it's freaking awesome. Yeah. Um, and in an ideal world, after that piece comes out, more people are going to be interested in Chronicles other pieces. So. No, definitely. But I, I think it's fun how they've started with Lost World and. Like you just said, you know, it's they're working with what they've got, and that you know they they just want to put things out. But everything is fantastic so far. I really wish I could. I kind of had the space for this, you know. Yeah, they're big. they are huge. They are big. Yeah, but I will make um, space. But they look... Yeah, I, I mean, because like when I measured, I put on measuring tape. My kitchen and, uh, table. When I measured nice. that, I'm like. Where the hell would I put that Stegosaurus? Like, I, I literally need to clear out room because it's gigantic. It's it's huge, man. Yeah, I mean, thirty-one inches. That's a what? Like, that's I mean, almost sixty centimeters, I think. No, uh, 70 something centimeters, which is pretty freaking large. Yeah, seventy-eight centimeters. That's almost a meter long. Holy hell! Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's bigger than huge. I thought. That's huge. Yeah, that, that's what I'm saying. That thing is huge. Yeah, 31 inches is pretty big. Fuck, I want this now. 500 bucks, it's, that's a damn good deal. That's a damn good price. Yeah, it is. You could put it in your bathroom. Or <laughs> <laughs> and you got to figure, like, it's one of those things like, oh, it's the Stegosaurus. It's so cool, but it's not like my favorite dinosaur from the film. It's not the most iconic dinosaur or whatever. But it's one of the best scenes in The Lost World. It's a know? great scene. It's a cute they, dinosaur. They, they should just call the, call the statue Sarah Hardin. <laughs> okay cool no I'm excited for that I think it's going to be good and it'd be nice when somebody can finally get a hands on and, and you know do a video review whether it's Jurassic Collectibles because I assume he's going to buy it yeah, oh, yeah. I, I, he's got to buy it I'm kind of looking at my budget right now and seeing if I can find a way to get it because I mean you know there are payment plans um, with some different setups depending on where you buy from and I'm looking at my budget and see if I can kind of work that into something I can buy I'm hoping I'm optimistic but I'm not entirely realistically optimistic about that right I'm, now. <laughs> um, I'm yeah. telling you guys, we can of... all just pitch in and then just joint custody. I'm okay with this. We'll just all, we'll just all yeah, attach weekend, our yeah. houses together. <laughs> well, no, we won't, let's, move, let's move in with the seats. He's got plenty of rooms. Yeah, yeah. you guys can, uh, you guys can have the 7th and 11th floor. Nice. All yours. <laughs> <laughs> Dibs Love it. Oh, man. Love it. The Jurassic floor. That's uh, it. That's hey, what we do the podcast. Jack, uh... Yeah, Did we ever yeah. answer any questions? We're getting some last-minute ones, but... 
Oh, are we now? We can quickly go over some, for sure. If, we weren't getting anything. If we want to jump back, but yeah, we just um, had a couple come in. So, Neelis said, Return of the Indominus Rex in Jurassic World 2, yay or nay? Nay. Or, an Indominus Rex. You know, nay, nay, nay. I yeah, I mean, I love the Indominus Rex. I don't want to see that again. Maybe a raptor, if they're going to double down on... If we're going to get trained raptors and they're going to have certain hybrid abilities or whatever, just give me a raptor that can camouflage. That would actually be really cool. No, yeah. no, I'm not, not my raptors. So I think Leave the raptors now, alone. It, yeah, but what if things yeah, make if a velociraptor to... that could camouflage? It's just like no, they could do it. My, it just, my yeah. plain raptors and my plain T Rexes. Yeah, I mean, if they're br- they're bringing these animals to a completely different environment yeah. now, we're no longer going to be on the islands. I don't think we need hybrids and crazy features. I think it's just okay. We need to bring the terror back to the dinosaurs. Just make them dinosaurs. I mean, obviously, take exactly. some creative liberties with it. Because yeah. the Jurassic Park franchise has always taken creative liberties with it, but the thing is, they felt like real dinosaurs, and more often, you know, more often than not, they're basically the real dinosaur on the screen. What about feathered dinosaurs? You think? No. Out. Um, absolutely in. No. Absolutely in. And Assis, you'll be in. You've already said you'll be in. You no, said you don't care. No, you put, Assis, you said you don't raptor, care what dinosaurs look like. I will fight like. you on the side of the street. Fight. Assis is on Go the side. Assis, fight me. Come tell, on. Assis, no, tell, tell my us. My raptors will. My raptors have to be featherless. Why? I didn't say raptors. The velociraptors are such an iconic design. I wouldn't touch the, the velociraptors or the T. You can't feather Jurassic dinosaurs. It just it, but what you about can like feather arche- new Jurassic dinosaurs. Archaeologists. Okay, how about the, this? The returning. It can classics. work in one way. Uh, Colin was talking about rival companies, whatever. In gen, featherless. Rival company, there you go. feathered. I would be problem cool. solved. That would be cool. Yeah. W- that would be I very cool. Be and I think I think, I think would, that uh, the art, be if you give it to like uh, legacy effects. And you say, let's make feathers really free, like go wild with it, like really do something that people have never seen and haven't expected to see. Like, don't look at paleo art of feather dinosaurs. Like, take some creative liberties with it. And do some crazy shit with it. Look at like Birds of Paradise. Man, and JP3 other... did it right, man. I love that freaking raptor. My favorite raptor in the entire franchise, and it has like little quills on its head. Yeah, the little quills are simple, but they're interesting. So cool. So cool. I think. Yeah, I like. I do like the raptor in JP. Three, actually. Raptor. I think my favorite raptor is Lost World one, though. Nice. That's that's my least favorite raptor. Yeah. Really? Hands down. It, it doesn't look real to me. Sure, like, Jurassic Park raptors look physically real. They look like these real animals, and then Lost World look like these rubber suits to me. And that's But that's more that's more an indication on the animatronics. Well, it, no, it was the paint job, because it didn't have a lot of detail in the paint job. And that, that's my biggest issue there. Um, I just think they look like, you know, in Jurassic Park, they're, they're dinosaurs that were meant to show off to the public. And in the Lost World, these are raptors that have survived on sauna for so long. They look dirty. But they're just the males. I mean, the males are the tiger striped and the females are the brown ones. You even see a few. Yeah. If you, pay, if you like freeze frame and frame by frame, Wait, you'll, see a, you'll see two females in the Lost World. I just world learned this too. Is no way. There's information in me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Those, yeah the tiger striped Lost World raptors, they're the males. And the females so, still look the same. <laughs> What? It's like it's like an, it's like an inverse of a lion pride. Yeah, like the, basically the males do the hunting and the females are the alpha. Are you kidding me right now? I can't tell. No, you. this is legit. There's some, there there are brown raptors in Lost World. Yeah, there's one that even has like green and red stripes. Somebody's got to what capture that frame and circle it, show it, post it. It's when the two raptors fight at the end. Um, green you know and red stripes. Yeah, when they get in the scuffle, one of them has like like a little bit of like green and red striping on it. Holy it's shit. all CG and it's again. really dark and you can barely see. But frame by frame, it's not a tiger striped raptor. Hmm. What? It's like a new movie yeah. to me now. Holy shit! Everybody watched the Lost. World. It is. It is the best movie. I see. So you, you should. You should check. This it out. might. Yeah. Be, this might make it the best movie ever now. 
It is the best movie. But ever. yeah, even when they're designing the Raptors for the Lost World, they're like, oh, let's make <laughs> let's make the male let's make the male Velociraptor. Let's figure out what the male looks like, and that's what they land on. Like the male is tiger stripe, the female is more plain. And uh, you know, and that's something that you see in the uh, natural world, where sometimes like the female will guard the nest, and so they need to yeah. camouflage in, and the male is more you know elaborate with colors. You see that a lot with uh, birds mm-hmm. to attract the mates. So I mean, they they kind of took that and took it in a bit of a different direction, but yeah, it's still like, yeah. And if any if any uh, high well, official or anybody is listening right now, just please give us a Dilophosaurus and and make it awesome. <laughs> just that's all. Yeah, I I love the cameo in Jurassic World, the little Easter egg, the tease, but the tease hurts. We we want the real thing. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, maybe maybe that they have been planning it ever since back then. Maybe they thought we'll tease it in Jurassic World. <laughs> with the intention of bringing it back maybe they will i mean it's one of those because it's so scientifically inaccurate now even though most of the dinosaurs in jurassic park you know mm-hmm. are and in, in the franchise with are, each passing year they become it's more inaccurate. the science that was around at the time uh but i don't i don't know there's something in me that i don't see them bringing the dilophosaurus back because it's so no, it's got to be I mean, bayona's favorite not, i can see it it's his favorite. it's not that <laughs> yeah, yeah, in comparison to like any of the other dinosaurs it's just it's tiny and it's got a frill and it's missing the part of its jaw but i mean <laughs> mm-hmm. you know i don't know I, I would like to see the dilophosaurus return i think it's a really think really cool would. there's no one who would who would hate that no i think it's, it's, it's just one of those dinosaurs that has only had maximum five minutes yeah if it returns it should be like a really cool scene it should be well done well thought out and it should be like oh man that was like i can't believe that happened that was great i'm so happy about it. you should have a big smile on your face Mm -hmm. maybe the scene shouldn't make you smile but you should have a big smile on your face after it's done when you're thinking about it because you're like damn that was cool because the Dilophosaurus is such a cool dinosaur. You know, I really thought Lowry, when in the Jurassic World, just due to the tops card, the one where the Dilophosaurus sneak in behind, and you have the shadows kind of moving in, and there's somebody at the control room. Do you guys remember that card? Yeah, I do. I know uh, exactly what card um, you're talking about. I thought, just just out of pure nostalgic <clears throat> reasons, that for sure that was going to happen in Jurassic World. Uh, when we got hints of the Dilophosaurus, I just thought... Like once, a couple of them sneak into the control room. Nobody dead. listened to me. I was like, "There's no Dilophosaurus in Jurassic World." I just didn't want to believe, man. I didn't want to believe. Yeah, Nobody listened to me. One. I won't lie. Nobody listened to me. I'm sorry. Everyone got their hopes well, hey, up. Listen, continue to send in all of your ideas to our Twitter and to our Facebook page and stuff. Um, we're probably going to do another episode very soon. Yeah. On Bayona, maybe when we have some more news and we have maybe if we have a title because. It would be great if they could if they would announce. I feel like if that does happen this year, and I'm not entirely certain we'll get a title this year, though we might get a teaser logo, which would be awesome. But I feel like if well, we'd have so much to talk about because we're crazy fans. I feel like if that happens, details out of nothing. So, June, you know, no. or June or Comic Con. Yeah, Comic Con would don't make count sense. on it. But yeah, send us in all your ideas. Uh, send your comments to the website and. Um, I guess, yeah, we'll see you on the next episode of the Jurassic World Dog Podcast. You guys got any final thoughts? I mean, I was just going to summarize what we covered. Bayona, go see his movies. Everyone's excited. He's a great filmmaker. We're really Mm -hmm. in for a treat. I genuinely believe we're in for a treat. Um, Hopefully he brings... He really is a good filmmaker. Hopefully he brings his director of photographer, director of photography on board, um, which whose name I've already forgotten, unfortunately. Um... I, I don't know it. No, I don't know. But uh, hopefully he brings that person on board. His uh, producer is on board. 
um, which is Bellin and Tainsna and Teens. I'm so sorry. I know Oscar I, Fora. I'm butchering that. Oscar Fora. And uh, is the cinematographer. Okay. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and we don't know who's going to do the soundtrack, but maybe that's something we can talk about next time. Also, yeah. yes, let's talk about that next time. Maybe we'll get Derek on. Yeah, yeah, super cool. exciting. Um, nice to speak with you guys. Yes. And um, yeah, <clears throat> so thirty-two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. done. Bayona, <laughs> Bayona. <laughs> All right, guys, it's been fun. <laughs> All right, guys, I will speak to you later. Bye. <laughs> Take care. <laughs>